Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelsey Goldstein and Abby Frank. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to the Podcast Connector podcast. That was a bit of a mouthful. I hope you're having a great day. I'm very excited to introduce you to the one and only Kimberly Masca. She is our preferred vendor for helping people uh, really scale their spiritual businesses. We have a lot of people in the personal development space, a lot of people that are uh, lighthouses, I'll say, in this world. And if you're connected to us, then you're probably a, you know, a significant thought leader in this space. And so it made sense for us to bring someone on who can support you with this kind of thing if you're ready to create leverage and you're ready to scale. The reason why we have asked Kimberly to be our preferred vendor for this is because she is a Wall Street mover and shaker turned spiritual business coach. She's a two-time international best-selling author and founder of the popular spiritual business coaching certification program. She co-founded a broker-dealer firm and built it to $165 million before being guided by Source to leave in exchange for her true calling as a spiritual mentor and savvy intuitive business coach and strategist. Point being is that requires a certain level of strategy and vision and acumen to be able to be a part of building a nine-figure company. So if anyone knows how to build companies and uh, merge it with the woo, it's this lady right here who also happens to be a dear friend and colleague. And uh, so I probably, Kimberly, I don't even know what else to say, but I will say that you have created multiple seven-figure businesses working with conscious leaders across the world. And uh, you're definitely you know, when you're not doing these things, you actually have a life, you're, you have your publishing house, you have your magazine, you love sipping champagne on your deck surrounded by trees with your husband, Daniel, and your fur baby Bogart. But if you want to learn more about Kimberly, you can go to spiritualbizsuccess.com and claim your complimentary training, which is six figure or six secrets to quantum leap your spiritual business. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Love me. Anytime you and I get to sit and have a conversation about spirituality and business, I just light up. So this is the best. <laughs> you know, we could talk. And for those of you that listen are listening, you know this when you're interviewing people that you already know, it's comfortable, but it's also, I don't want to say awkward. That's not the right word, but it's, I forget that I kind of have to fill in the blanks. We don't get to communicate telepathically. First of all, we're going to actually have to use our words today. And then the second thing is that uh, we, we have connected so many times that, um, you know, we're, we're probably going to speak from a, we're speaking from a place of comfort. So then it feels weird to be an interview styled when we're used to chatting over high tea, essentially. Right. So anyways, uh, a lot of people uh, will be aware of you. And so for those folks, I'm sure they're nodding along going, yes, of course, Kimberly is the preferred vendor for this. But for those people that don't know, maybe we can share a little bit about that journey when you did leave uh, Wall Street 
having built this really huge company. And I know you built that company very quickly too. Yeah. So you got all of a sudden out of nowhere, you get a nudge. Oh, it's time to move on. And your brain's probably saying, um, what do you mean? I'm just getting started. And your guidance is saying, no, it's time to move on. So what, what happened from the time you left that company to the time you created the spiritual biz certification? Yeah. You know, I wish I could say it was like, I got the pain to leave and then I found my purpose and that was it. But as we know, as we do our awakening process, that's never as easy and as simple as, as we, we could make it more easy and simple, but we always make it more difficult for ourselves, which I think is what I did. I will say this when I was getting the ping to leave Wall Street, I was actually on the beach in Croatia. Um, I used to drive into 43 countries and my, my escape because I was so miserable in my 3D life was to travel. <laughs> so I remember being on the beach and just coming to the decision, I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. I, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I couldn't continue to live that life in that crazy Wall Street world. And it was just, it was every cell in my body was like, leave. But I sat in fear for a bit. And I eventually, though, made the transition out. And again, I wish I could say it was super easy. And I'm like, here it is. But as I went through more of my awakening process, I started meeting these incredible spiritual people and spiritual coaches and entrepreneurs. And I kept going, how many of you guys aren't out there with like a business? And, and, and because a business, I now realize in hindsight, is actually an intuitive gift for me to see someone's business kind of like lay out and what it's supposed to look like. And I can see it. I don't know how else to describe it, but I can see it. And I realize now that that's actually what got me to Wall Street was the fact that I can see a business. That was such a unique thing. And I can lay something out all all the way through and people be like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, but that's, that is the intuitive gift of one of them that I have. And so, um, so when I started talking to you, spiritual uh, coaches and stuff, and I'm like, why do you not have a business? They're like, well, that's too hard. Or I can, that's not, you know, it didn't feel right. Or it just felt uncomfortable and very 3d. And I was like, I don't think it has to be that way. And that's how I stumbled into it. And I was like, Oh, I, I think I can help these people. And I just kind of, I just fell into it. And as it, started to like expand and grow a little bit. I could see how I could help people. And then I was coming more into who I am as a spiritual being and really owning who, who I am as Kimberly, the spiritual uh, person in a, in a human skin sack, as we say here on this planet and who I was, it all started to really meld together. And it's been a really beautiful unfolding, but in between leaving wall street and what I created, I did all sorts of things. I created two other companies in the middle trying to figure it out. Actually three, now that I think about it. And I, I'm like, no, this doesn't feel right. I was making money at them, but it just didn't feel right. So I kept kind of moving around until I got this. And now I know this is my soul calling. And I've been told that many times and it just feels so good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And having, I know we all can relate to this, right? Where we, we know we're not quite hitting the mark, but at the same time, when we look back in hindsight, we can see why we needed to have some of these experiences, right? Like even these other businesses that, yeah, you know how to make money. You could have easily turned them into a great success, but because you had this additional calling, it became more and more, it created more and more dissonance, I guess we could say, yeah. right? So you have to work harder to create resonance that's going to be impossible. Like at some point, these things have an expiration date uh, simply because, you know, so, so I know it also still serves, right? And and sometimes we have to have those experiences for who even knows why, right? That a lot of the times when we look back on this stuff. So then you decided to create this business. And I know, I mean, I, I have a sense of your business just simply because I get to see it all the time and see what you've created and so on. But when you first, 
when you first started it, what was something that really struck you about the people that you were serving? I think the biggest thing was that they, they saw business as just being this very left brain business. And it was actually scary to a lot of people. They're like, Ooh, business. Like it didn't feel right. It didn't, wasn't like a vibrational match for what they were thinking. They also didn't think they could charge. So the idea of creating a business that can sustain you so that you can live your purpose and actually have abundance and watch being what I call the prosperity vortex of being in that space, they didn't think it was possible. And so the business thing felt very scary, very 3D. And, and I'm like, but it's, but it's not. Because one thing we have to remember is that a business, it's creative. It's one of the most creative things you can do if you think you get this divine spark from source that says, here's something you need to do. And then you get to create that. It's very, it's a very beautiful, like 5D creative, use your imagination, envision your clients, attract them in. Like it's such a beautiful process. And once I got my language down about how to communicate that to people that were in the spiritual world that were like, I don't know if I can do this. Now that I've I've I well, I've mastered it, but I've gotten really close to being able to almost master communicating that. And people go, oh, I see it. I see I can create a six-figure and seven-figure spiritual business and live my purpose and be able to not feel guilty about creating money so that you can create the prosperity and be able to serve to give it back. I call it being a spiritual capitalist. So you make more money so you can give more money. And I think once now that I have all that wording down and people connect and they're like, oh, I get it. So now it feels really comfortable for my clients. But in the beginning, they were like, what are you talking about? Like I was a spiritual business and I would get all this crazy stuff about that's an oxymoron and you can't do that. And, and so I'm glad that's been a big shift that I've seen in the world where people are starting to get that you can. Not everybody, not everybody's super happy with that, but most people are getting it. And that way we can live our purpose and, and not be stuck in this 3D job that we can't stand. It's literally like sucking our soul dry. It's like, that's not how we should be earning money. I truly believe the only way we should be earning our income is by living our purpose. And it's absolutely possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for some people, it is their purpose to be a nurse or a doctor or a dentist or whatever. It's a calling. They can't explain it. I've met those people. Like I have mad respect for them. And, but yeah, what you said, whatever, however you're going to get paid to live your purpose is, is what feels like the most exalted way. And I hear you on consciousness. There's so many people out there that are teaching about consciousness and rejecting wealth consciousness. And so therefore that's already incongruent, right? There's already distance there because you can't, if you're all about consciousness, you can't exclude wealth consciousness as an example or business consciousness, right? Just as we can't exclude the body from our lived experiences and so on. So, uh, and I think too, it's, it's worthwhile sharing, like when we talk about six and seven figure businesses, as an example, it's uh, that term gets overused in my opinion, because we, some people think that's the destination. They're not getting that that is the portal, right? That is the, the version of us that has to unpack all the programming and the self-worth issues and the deserving issues and the, you know, narcissistic mom that's imprinted on our business or our addictive dad or whatever, like all of these things that get layered on stuff, all these invisible things. It's the shifting and transmuting of that that makes room for us to show up in the world in such a way that we can allow in more money. And then there'll be another iteration of that between six and seven figures. And of course, another iteration of that between seven and eight figures. 
So when you're working with people that are just starting out, what are some of the roadblocks that you see with them making these shifts? Yeah, I think that's the thing is they don't, they don't see that there's shifts coming. (laughs) They're like, I just want to create a business. Just show me, Mm -hmm. show me how to create the business. Show me, you know, do I run a Facebook ad or do I go on YouTube? Or like, they just want to know. And I'm like, that's not how this works. This, this journey. Um, it's funny. We've actually, my team has created this beautiful graph or, or diagram. We've taken the hero's journey and we've in Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. We've basically turned it into the spiritual biz journey. And we talk about that transition from like, you get the idea and you're in the regular world and you want to, you know, create this business and you find your wizard, which is me. And then you cross over into the underworld because creating a spiritual business, whether you're just beginning or even when you're going from that six to seven and seven to eight and everything else, it is one of the most, um, I'll say the greatest opportunities for expansion because you have to become the person who can create that. And that's the thing I think the new people miss. The new people are like, just show me how to create a business. I'm like, it doesn't quite work that way. And I even started my business like that, showing people how to create the business. Then I would see someone create like $65,000 in 12 weeks and someone never do anything. And I realized that what it was, was the, the inner journey that was still going through for someone that was brand new. And there's the, the fear of stepping out and you know, the worthiness piece behind it and the comparison energy. I mean, there's just so much sitting there that has to be worked through. So you have to ask yourself, who do I have to become to be able to step out as a spiritual coach, which I say is a spiritual leader, because you're leading people at that point. So if you want to step out as a spiritual teacher, you're really a spiritual leader. So who do you have to become to be able to step out like that and do that in integrity? I talk a lot about spiritual integrity and getting people in alignment with what does that mean because there's, I think there's a lot of people who have great intentions for their spiritual coaching business, but they're not living in integrity and what that means to really be able to lead people. And, you know, we're always growing. We're not perfect. So it's not like someone has to be like, I have to be fully healed. I don't mm-hmm. think we ever fully healed till we transition, but we have to understand when we are out of integrity and be working towards that goal. And so that to me is a really big piece that I, I work with my clients on. So they get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it's pretty challenging to, it's not impossible, but it's way more challenging than it needs to be when we have some integrity snafus in the very thing that we're teaching, right? And, uh, you know, just today, I, for those of you that don't know, I have other businesses and I do uh, some business coaching as well. And I ran an experiment and I have all of these folks that are really struggling and, then they keep attracting people that are struggling and they're wondering why that is. It's like, well, the version of you that wants to stop attracting struggle bunnies. And we say that of course, with love, like if everyone in your world is a struggle bunny and you're the common denominator, then this is, it's not a judgment at all. Actually, it's an invitation to look at what needs to be shifted in the way I'm doing business or the way I'm showing up or what needs to be calibrated in order for me to be in that space. And yeah, so many people want to be shown what to do, but even if you're shown what to do, it's only as useful to the degree that you integrate the wisdom and apply it. So I would say I can show you all the marketing material in the world and it's not going to work if you haven't aligned internally to take that step. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that you've got that blueprint for the, the spiritual biz journey, right? Modeled off of that 
the hero, the hero's journey, because yeah. it is, it is true. And we always get to the other side. And as, as you well know, we have these conversations like that hero's journey never ends. Cause then when you finish the loop, then you're already on to the next thing. And then it's going and going and going. So at some point we learn, of course, to be, uh, to, to learn, to be okay. And actually get excited about the possibilities that are on the other side of the discomfort but we first have to give ourselves permission to be uncomfortable all the time. I don't mean painfully uncomfortable. I don't mean feeling like you're sitting on a bed of nails, but certainly, um, you know, it, it's, it can actually be fun to do that, that yeah. people have to have to work through that. So um, what are the various ways? Like, so you have, I know you have the spiritual biz certification, so what's the gist of that program? Yeah, so the Spiritual Biz Coaching Certification is really for the person who is saying, I know I need to be a spiritual coach, but I'm not really sure how to pull it together. Because I think that's one of the other things. We have all of these modalities and the, you have these different modalities and then you're trying to figure out, well, how does that turn into a business? And, and who do I have to become to create that business? And that's what the Spiritual Biz Coaching Certification Program is about. It's like really getting you ready to be in integrity, to be a spiritual coach, and then having the understanding of how do you piece all the knowledge that you have together so that you can actually create transformation in someone's life. So I think that's a missing thing, especially with the newer people that um, come in is they like, I have this modality and this modality, and they're selling the modality. But you don't want to be selling a modality. You want to be selling a transformation. It's the transformation that you're providing. And that's the, what the energy exchange is based off of is the transformation. And I think that's why people also get stuck in this um, lower energy exchange of like $80 an hour, $100 an hour. They get stuck there because they're selling the thing. They're selling the modality. And so part of that spiritual biz coaching certification program is we show you how to kind of pull that together and take who you are, because you are your business and who you are and how do you turn that into what you're presenting to the world so that you can really create a transformation, shift consciousness and create a ripple effect on the planet. Mm. How do you feel about, uh, you know, I, I'm re reminded of this woman that I met years ago who was a multi-billionaire. And I share that because, of course, you can imagine the dissonance between her and I, meaning like I was acutely aware of, oh, I can see why you have multi, like multi-billion dollars just based on every everything that she was doing, which was great. That was 100% inspirational. And I loved it. And uh, And I used to talk like you and she'd get so mad right? No, you don't need to have, be aligned to your purpose to make money. You can sell widgets and make billions of dollars and you can take that money and put it towards your purpose. Oh, you know, and she'd get so, so, um, and in, in some ways she's right. Like really if any of us could be selling widgets and I'm using something boring like widgets, right? Just to illustrate a point, we really could just sell widgets and, uh, and take a portion of the proceeds and put it towards the causes that we're passionate about or, or use it to create time freedom so that we have time available to live our purpose without receiving compensation for that, right? That's, that's an option. So, so what would you say to that kind of mindset? I guess if it lights you up to create the widgets, then that is part of your calling. Like it has to light you up. I think that's the thing where we get really stuck with money is we think we have to work hard for money and we've got to just kind of focus and like plow through that and then we can enjoy. 
It's like that whole idea of like, and then I'm going to retire and do blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, why do you have to wait? It's like, make that part of who you are. So when you can take your purpose and your calling and it lights you up to help people, then that's what you should be doing. And could you, heck, on the side, also create widgets and make some money that way so that you can, you know, funnel that back out into whatever it is you want to do, create your spiritual center, whatever that looks like for you. But but as long as it lights you up, if it doesn't light you up, then mm, I mean, you know, I've, I've known how to make all sorts of money, all sorts of ways, but does it light me up? No. And I eventually have to walk away. And I also have discovered for myself personally, when I'm not lit up about it, it's really hard for me to keep the money because mm-hmm. it's kind of like I earned it in a way that wasn't in alignment. And so for me personally, it seems to like disappear and kind of run away. And I think part of it too, is we also, again, for me personally, is that when we are making money in a way that doesn't light us up and we're like exhausted from it, or we've come from a day, like a crazy week at work and it's Friday and we're like, what do we do? We want to go shopping or we go out, or maybe we go to the bar for a few beers. Why? Because we deserve it. And we deserve it because we've compromised who we are to create the money. And so I, I, I see that a lot. So for me personally, it's like, well, if I'm going to create this, which I know how and it's in alignment with me, it's part of in my chart and everything to do it is to create. So if I can create doing what I love, then that's, it should light me up. And then what's incredible is that when you create uh, your income this way and you love it, you don't feel the need to spend it like you did before because you don't, have, there's none of this like, oh, I deserve. It's like, you're really in what I, you know, what we all call prosperity divine flow, mind, body, and spirit. When you're in prosperity flow and divine flow is just happening around you, you don't, you don't need to spend it as much because you're just happy. You're just like, great, this is, this is wonderful. I made this money. I help these people. I'm able to take part of my income and help more people and create the business. And you just, it's just a beautiful circle of events that happens when we're fully aligned with what we're doing. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And, and I'm laughing too as you're talking because there are people that'll be like, no, you can't get compensated to work on behalf of the universe. That's wrong, right? So uh, of course, there's a, there's a gazillion perspectives on this and, and everyone's allowed to, of course, hold the perspectives that they have. But if you're wanting to be in a space where you're being held in the field of possibilities and held in, in your purpose and aligning that and creating a business around that and actually getting paid to essentially be you, right? And and work through the stuff that give that allows you to give yourself permission to receive for sharing your wisdom and your gifts and so on, then Kimberly is definitely your person. So I know that, so you have the spiritual biz coaching program, and then you have other, other ways that people can work with you as well. So can you share that with us? Sure. So I have a few like smaller core problems or core problems, core, core programs. Like if you're trying to get to know me, you're like, well, I'm not really sure these would be the great place is for you to start. I do challenges quite frequently. And then you know, there's ways to work with me around money. So I have a program called the Prosperity Vortex where we get you into alignment with prosperity because it's actually a brilliant way to start because if you start there, then you've already worked through those many issues before you actually start to create the business. Because what happens a lot of times someone will hop into creating the business, but then all their money beliefs pop up and they just repel the money with their business. And so that's a beautiful way to start. And um 
And, uh, and then we also have a spiritual coaching one-on-one that's like, if you're still trying to figure out is spiritual coaching, what you want to do, then that would be the perfect place to start. But if you follow me long enough, you'll see why I do challenges quite frequently on various things. Um, and we also have for our entrepreneurs who are at that ready, maybe they're probably stuck at that five, six K kind of number and they want to hit that six figures and, and double, you know, double what they're doing or even do multiple six figures and heading towards seven. Then we have that too, which is the six figure spiritual entrepreneur bootcamp. So that that way, if you're like ready, the business you've been doing this and you're like, I just need the guidance to go to that full next level so that you can really begin to serve. And that's probably the best space for them too. Mm-hmm. I will say too, but the prosperity vortex, like I, I, I know that you mentioned it's great for people to get lined up as, as they're building a business or as they're leveraging it, but I will say it's really for everyone, right? Like yeah. having committed so much of my adult life to focusing on understanding the energy of money, I will say that it shouldn't be lost on people, the immense value of being able to be learning from someone that co-created a nine-figure company right? On Wall Street, no less. Like you already understand the 3D of money. You already understand the investments and so on, but you also bring in all of the energetic pieces as well and the mindset pieces and so on. So to me, I don't know that it really matters what level people are at, right? That's, that's just something that can only add value to someone's life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, who doesn't want to create more abundance in their life so that they can serve more? So yeah, that's that's a great point. It really is for anyone. I'll see clients come in that are already at that like, you know, 10K mark. So they're already like, oh, I've crossed the six figures, but then those little shifts take them to the next level. And even, even my clients that it's actually quite interesting. I have uh, my clients that are in that seven figure mark. And I occasionally will work with people who aren't necessarily spiritual coaches for say, which is the core of a lot of what I do, but that are entrepreneurs and they're amazing companies, but they're trying to bring in the spiritual piece to it. And um, that money piece transforms their lives. And so they're able to run these multiple seven figure businesses in a whole new way because they've shifted their own mindset. Even though you would think like they've already got the multiple seven figure business, like what else do they need? But there's these little shifts that help them go, oh my goodness. And it opens everything up for them. So yeah, getting into alignment with the, with the prosperity piece is big. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, aside from going to your website, spiritualcoachingbiz.com, where else can people stay in touch with you? Sure. So they probably, probably the best thing would be to go to Kim kimberlymasco.com and so that um that you're going to find me and my information there you can also find me on facebook that's my my main platform and then the spiritualbizsuccess.com is is for a training so you can go through that training which is the uh six uh secrets to quantum leap your spiritual biz but if you just come to my website at kimberlymasco.com you can find different ways to connect with us a little bit more about me that's probably the best spot to start awesome thank you there's so much more we could talk about and we'll have to have you back on and sharing more stuff. But for now, I wanted to introduce you as our exclusive preferred vendor for this particular category, which means that, you know, we, by the way, I think I've mentioned this before, we don't get anything for this. We just simply want to, we know you're already going to be asking the question about who can I go to for A, B, and C. So we want to curate that, that list of very top-notch experts that uh, can support you with whatever it is you may be looking for. 
as Kimberly mentioned, even if you have an established business, she gets outreach or get you get outreach all the time from very established CEOs. Then and that happens to me too, where people just circumvent all the stuff and they just come reach out and <laughs> help me with this. <laughs> but, um, you know, regardless of where you're at in business, Kimberly, you know, like what's the value of having a nine-figure CEO be a contribution to your company, right? And uh, that should be a no-brainer to really anyone. So uh, I highly recommend that you connect with Kimberly, understand that you're going to be getting the woo piece as well, which for most people is appealing. And there may be some of you listening to this that think I don't want any of that. And of course, Kimberly has the capacity to just do three-dimensional business, but in honor of herself and her calling, it's probably going to be hard for you to not use words like energy and wizard like you used before. <laughs> various things right so yes. <laughs> anyways I'm so grateful that you got to be here with us today I hope this was of service to all of you we'd love to hear what your takeaways are what your insights are and uh, we will see you again next time so thank you for being here we'll talk to you soon bye for now thanks again for tuning in to another episode don't forget if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will chat with you again next episode.